It's great to be here, and it's great to hear the fighting talk, because it is so important to actually address this issue. We have a crisis. Having watched the pensions crisis grow and not be solved until the very point at which the first baby boomer hits 65, and we still don't know if it actually will be solved, it's so obvious that social care is facing the same kind of problems, only from a much worse base. There's almost no money put aside privately for care, and certainly not enough publicly. In a way, this is worse than the pensions crisis, because if you come to the point, such as we've reached now, where you've got lots more older people coming through to retirement and not enough money set aside, the government is saying, OK, we're going to increase the state pension age. When people need care, you can't ask them to wait. At that point, the money has to be found in a civilised society. And unfortunately, we're going completely the wrong way because even as demand is rising already because we know that people are living longer and we have more older people as well, local authorities are cutting their spending from already inadequate levels. And the government has said to us all, oh, but Dilnot asked for £2 billion more money because he said local authorities don't have enough. And we've given them £2 billion over the next few years to put into care. It's not ring-fenced. So it's not going into care, and it may well not go into care. We need to make more noise about that. I think Andrew's absolutely right. And, of course, it's very short-sighted, because at the moment we have a system where the NHS is clearly the most expensive option, but it's also the safety net. So if people run out of money, or if they don't get the care they need early enough, they will end up overburdening the NHS and it will run out of resources. And the commissioners understand this and they've suggested a way to address some of these urgent problems of underfunding. And, of course, we did hope for a political consensus, but, you know, Dilnot has tried to come to the rescue. And what has been the government's response? Well, so far, I would probably say lukewarm would be a pretty generous description. And it seems to me that we've got the consultation and the engagement exercise going on, but the white paper next spring at the moment is in danger of being only on delivery of care with this so-called progress report on the funding reforms, which again is so dangerously short-sighted. And the government has concerns, of course, about spending more money. It has concerns as to whether the £35,000 cap would be enough to protect the public purse and wondering who will really benefit from these reforms and so on. But these are details. The framework is there. And there are so many elements of this report that have been identified which are absolutely vital to improving care. We have to get on with it now. The public absolutely do not understand what they are going to face. There's no question about it. Existing pensioners and older workers are not in any position at the moment to realise what is going to happen. And, of course, we need to improve the delivery of care. And I think Lord Warner's suggestions about amendments to the Health and Social Care Bill are very, very well made. And if we can see more noise around portability, standardisation, integration, that would be incredibly helpful. But of course, improving funding also needs attention. And money for care 
won't appear from some kind of magic pot. That's the reality. People do have housing wealth, and I think government is relying partly on that in order to be quite complacent about not doing anything so urgently. But in a way, you could consider the house that people have as their form of precautionary savings or their own insurance policy against these kind of uh, needs. The asset is there, but people haven't been led to understand that it can be used in that way to give them a better life later. And that's more of a political problem. But when it comes to the financial services sector, yes, it's clear long-term care is a market failure in terms of insurance. And pooling risk obviously makes sense. But so far, we haven't got the mechanisms in place and having a cap would be enormously helpful. Of course, you could insure now at least to cover one year's worth of care costs. You could design a policy which says it's going to deliver, let's say, £30,000 if you need care. At least that would produce a better situation than we have now. And it would also help with prevention, just like with house insurance. Once you're insured, your insurance company will start saying, well, you need to put in a burglar alarm or you need to have a smoke alarm, something that will help prevent. Well, if you have long-term care insurance, then the private sector would have an in interest in helping individuals realise there are ways in which you can prevent yourself from needing care, handrails and adaptations at home and so on. So my basic conclusion is this report from Andrew Dilnot and his commissioners present a great framework. There is surprising and amazing unanimity in the industry that this is a really sensible way forward. And it will help with the two big challenges that we face. Firstly, delivery of care efficiently and cost-effectively. And secondly, funding care adequately in advance rather than at the point of need. Of course a partnership approach makes sense. We do need, for example, though, to help the government see the wisdom of better savings incentives for care. And all the other points about delivery uh, that have been well made, they are essential, and the sooner we get them, the better the system will be. Will this report on its own encourage new products for care? Maybe not, but it presents the framework that we can use to get that started, because the sooner we start, the better. And if we don't have pre-funding, we are going to run out of money in the NHS. You can argue with the detail, but I think we have to support this and not let it disappear into the mists of political obfuscation and long grass. So I agree, let's get on with it. Thank you.